When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Have you ever gotten ice cream from the supermarket and you scoop it out, but it just doesn't have that ice cream parlor taste? Well, guess what? Did you know you can find real, unbelievably creamy ice cream at the grocery store? Yeah, that's right. Tillamook ice cream is made with more cream, so you get smooth, dreamy scoops each time. I'm not going to lie. The flavors are delicious and in family-sized cartons. I love their vanilla bean. Vanilla bean, to me, is the way that you judge anyone's ice cream, and their rich vanilla ice cream made with real crushed vanilla bean seeds is delicious or their organ strawberry. Oh, I love it. Sweet strawberry ice cream with ripe organ strawberry pieces. So, so good. Plus, you got to check out their mudside flavor. It's smooth chocolate ice cream with a ribbon of rich fudge and chocolatey chips. Oh, it's so good. I got to go get some ice cream right now. Plus, you know you're in good hands with Tillamook brand. They make over 200 different dairy products and the brand is farmer owned and led by dairy experts. Boy, oh boy. I love them all, and you're going to love them too. Whether it's birthday cake, peaches and cream, mint chocolate chip, banana split, or cookies and cream, there is a flavor for you. Find Tillamook ice cream near you at Tillamook.com. That's T-I-L-L-A-M-O-O-K.com. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. O-M-B-A-S.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. A famous Highlander once said, there can only be one. Unfortunately, the producers of this movie did not listen to that Highlander. We saw Highlander 2, The Quickening, so you know what that means. What's a nigga grow a baby in his belly? Rock a rhinestone vest while I'm ripping Justin to Kelly. Or maybe see a burlesque show with Nick Crow. And take a bubble speed to hitting cruise control. J-Man, Big Paul, and the beautiful June. Gonna take you from the goob all the way to the room. Ran the games of Street Fighter, helped to blow off steam. Just a sucker punch the odd life of Timothy Green. Sharpenado to Birdemic, how we staying alive. They call it in the badass, and he's on the line. Cranking 88 minutes, cause they cool as ice. Cause a bad Jim Varney Looking kind of nice. Paul and June getting literal. Jason is getting laid. June is making sure all the monkey shots getting paid. They judge a bunch of movies while they're making the grade. Here's a real question for you How did this get made? <laughs> hello, people of Earth! And hello, people of Largo! Welcome! Welcome! We are here at Largo at the Cornet, our L.A. home for our live shows, and we are so excited to talk to you about another sequel. Following in the brave footsteps of Grease 2, <laughs> a sequel made about uh, years late and not asked for. Um, 
but uh, unlike Grease 2, this movie makes zero sense. So um, here to help me dissect Highlander 2, The Quickening, I will tell you, I have some amazing people. Number one, please welcome Jason Manzoukas! <laughs> What's up, jerks? What's up, Jason? How are you, Paul? I am excited. Oh, thrilled to be here. Very rarely backstage do we stop ourselves from even, we couldn't even talk about this on the basis no, of levels it, backstage. It, I came in hot. I was like, I want to talk about this. As, as of right now, starting go. <laughs> you were talking about it in your car on the yeah, way over. talking to myself. <laughs> Just ranting and raving. Probably like the screenwriter. Why can't I get porcupine hair? <laughs> it's one of the things I said to myself. <sighs> well, we will find out that and much more. But first, let me introduce my other co-host, the wonderful, the talented, the June Diane Raphael. <laughs> Welcome! Welcome, June! Hi. Welcome. Hi, Paul. How are you? Very well. Very well. How are you? June, I will say... Backstage, too, you guys introduced yourselves to each other. Yeah. June and I's relationship is... How many introductions would you say do we give each other in a day? Like a random day? Twelve? About, yeah, about yeah. twelve. Just to be clear, is introductions a euphemism? No, it's you know they say it's a, it's like the key to a successful marriage to really see someone anew yep. every time. Identify yourself at yeah. all points. Yep. I'll say, hey, June, it's Paul, and she'll yeah. say, it's, it's June, and we'll we'll move on with our day. I or will say, in the, in the backstage, you were like, I think we've met before. She looks damn familiar to me. You'll place uh, me sometime. <laughs> I will say, June, uh, and I will. I'm not saying that I was above it at all. But watching this movie with you was particularly enjoyable simply because it was like watching a person who never has studied take an SAT. <laughs> and there was okay, frustration, really, and there was, was anger, and there was yelling. Yeah. We'll get into it. this is it. what I I'll say. Like, I feel like it's the picture of the girl, woman in Times Square in Westworld. Like, it, it caused you to short circuit. What? I kept on saying, I mean, I don't know how many times I said to you, do you know what's going on? Like, I felt very scared that I had missed but, so much. But here's the thing. I didn't understand any of it, but I also didn't care to understand it. Yeah. That's the other part of that, and it's so right. important. I didn't care to, and that's what made me angry. Well, <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> Joining us tonight... Uh, a very special guest. Uh, you've seen him in the movie Office Christmas Party. You can watch him on the television show Veep. He has a brand new Comedy Central show called The Detroiters coming out in February. Please welcome Sam Richardson. Hi. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, Sam, and, and I apologize, because this is a tougher movie than we normally do. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I, it could have been forwards or backwards. 
I at some point wrote, was this cut out of order? <laughs> I, I wrote Michael Ironsides appears to be able to be everywhere at once. <laughs> I wrote down right? this Michael and I Ironsides? mean it That's with saying, right? 100% sincerity. This is not for comedic effect. A um, majority of this film, I spent not understanding anything that was okay, going well, on. Okay, well, here's, I'm so happy to hear that for this very reason. Early on into the movie, I realized something very important. Okay. I have never seen Highlander. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As such, I was like, oh, this must be all Highlander stuff <laughs> that I'm not aware of because I didn't see Highlander. Now it's but all I'm glad to hear jokes. that you guys also felt like it was absolute gobbledygook. Well, let me tell you something, Jason. Tell me, Paul. If you were a Highlander fan, you also would not understand okay, it. Okay, good. Because <laughs> apparently what has happened is uh, they decided, well, yeah, Highlander was good, but we can't just continue those characters. Let's just get rid of everything that we set up and create a brand new world. Does so Highlander nothing... take place in 2024? No. What? It, literally... It this is, is not the world of the first movie? <laughs> not at all. It, I'm, I'm being very serious. Whoa! There is nothing about this movie oh, that is wow. like technically is a the sequel. The first movie, yeah. Travel Time? Well, uh, first movie like goes yeah. back to like the days of Olden actual days. Highlanders. Yes. Okay. Like, okay. But then it's just 1985 and then like the... 1500s or right, yeah, they go like they're they're in like the Scottish like, Highlands, yeah, exactly, yeah. like like but Scotsman. The, but sometimes gotcha. when they're in the, Sc in the Scottish Highlands, he's got a machine gun. That made no sense. I couldn't crack that at all. <laughs> well, that was like some Zardoz level nonsense. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> it's interesting. It uh, isn't. Uh, well. <laughs> Whatever, whatever's about to follow, I guarantee is not interesting. Well, here's here's what I here's what I will put down, and I'll just throw it out there because I think it's worthy. Because there's probably some people who watched the Renegade edition, uh, which is the director's cut, and there's some people who probably just watched regular Highlander to the quickening. Oh, the big difference. Me, by the way, this all makes me sick. <laughs> like all these words make me fucking sick. <laughs> fucking hate this. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, the the big difference that they made with this movie was that in the sequel, the Highlanders are from the planet Zeist, and they are coming from another planet to come to Earth. What? Uh -huh. Yes. Now, the wait, Renegade cut cuts movie? that out. Yes. Yeah. They don't... Wait, wait, in this movie, they shot it in theory, going interplanetary travel? Yes. As well as time travel? So the Highlanders live <laughs> in another planet, they and they do. come here. So they don't live in the Scottish Highlands. Which, they might, like by the, the way, movie. Like that, might, movie. Yeah. that might explain oh, why I he see. had a machine gun. Because that was not yeah, olden that days. That was current... Current Zeiss days. Current Zeiss yeah. days, just on another planet. No, okay. see, I, I didn't know that watching this. <laughs> uh, and I'm, so, I, I'm so glad that all this, because I, I was watching that movie like, I'm going to do a bad job with this because I'm the only one who doesn't understand nope. what's happening. 
No, I this felt is, yeah. like I didn't understand why Christopher, Christopher Lambert was old. Lambert. I didn't understand why he kept falling asleep in the opera. I didn't understand why the opera was being terribly lip-synced. Terrible. <laughs> like, they spent so much money on that opera house, that stage. Yeah, like, yeah. Just get the fucking opera singer. Just sing yeah, the just, fucking exactly. song. <laughs> and, and then I also felt like was he was flashing back to this... Other now, I'm realizing, planet where he is like the Neo of the Highlanders. Well, mm-hmm. But the renegade this cut. Be interesting. The, the renegade <laughs> cut does not allow you in on that fact. Like, oh. like you can't. What get is the that. renegade cut? The one that we watch. That's the director's version. The Wait, director was. You four- watched Renegade? The best. Lorenzo Lamas? No. <laughs> no the, the, Wait, that's the cut you watched, I mean? Well, that's what it's called. The renegade cut. cut. If you watched it on iTunes. I didn't. Okay. Oh. I didn't. I watched it on Ulu. Oh. You might have watched it. Well, we'll find it. Well, if you don't know about the Zeiss, do you know about Zeiss? I know nothing about Zeiss. I don't Zeiss. know you anything watched, about Zeiss. Then if you don't, if you watch the Renegade cut, oh. you don't know about okay, Zeiss. Okay, yeah. Oh. I didn't, okay. I was like, shit. Paul, what is Zeiss? I What is Zeiss? I lot of words this, I didn't just know. Just so you understand, here. like, what's going on here that makes a oh, difference. if you say Zeiss again, I'm going to punch you right in the, <laughs> right in the, the nose. I don't want to hear Zeiss. I don't want to hear Renegade. I don't want to hear Quickening. I don't want to hear Highlander. When we were when, have we a tough time, there, when we were over there watching the trailer and it goes, Highlander 2, the quickening. June goes, the quickening? <laughs> Didn't know that was the name of the movie. Uh, and I was like, I get it. Why would you? Well, let, let's hear what the producer has to say about this movie and how you can enjoy it. It's a sequel because the characters do pick up uh, oh, 25 years later from when, uh, when the first movie ended. And we had to resolve those issues. But it's also a picture that stands completely by itself. It is a story that has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Leaves us with an opening to go forward again for another picture. But if you've never seen the first Highlander, you should be able to, we felt, watch this one, understand it, and enjoy it. You are wrong. Absolutely not. You can tell he's like sick of asking that question. Like, I, like I don't know. <laughs> well, here's the problem. Then the first movie, Sean Connery dies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that, yeah. As a big like part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and the, for the second movie, Christopher Lambert was like, "Well, I like Sean Connery. We should bring him back." <laughs> and they're like, "Well, he's dead." He's like, "Well, I won't make this movie." And they're like, "All right, we'll bring him back." <laughs> yeah. Was Highlander two that big of a success? I mean, Ooh. Highlander one. I'm sorry. Was I, it? Did it necessitate this kind of like everybody was clamoring for that Highlander sequel? I don't have that research yeah. in yeah. front of me. Uh, yeah, no. I would imagine that people wanted. I mean, Highlander seems like a movie people talk about. People talk about it. it had a, a great Queen soundtrack. Everybody yeah. loved. You know, but and it, it, I don't Ooh. know if the TV show was inspired by like the Quickening or if it was from. What was the Highlander like, about? What? What was the Highlander about? Sam, you could probably take. Yeah, that I think I'll I'll, I'll I'll down on the the explanation hat. Uh, Connor. Uh, Connor McLeod. Connor McLeod. Uh, played by Christopher Lambert. <laughs> played by Christopher Lambert. Uh, was a, was a Scottish Highlander. Uh, and the leader of a tribe, I uh, can't remember the name of the tribe, but they're warring with another uh, tribe. He's in war. The Clan McLeod. Clan Mc- that's, that's the name of his clan. And oh, he's playing with the clan yeah. other guy. Uh, <laughs> and then in a battle, he gets harmed, uh, and then 
he, record, he recovers overnight, and everybody's like, oh, he's a witch. Turns out he's a, one of these Highlanders who cannot die unless their heads are removed. But uh, he didn't know that. He didn't know. I, so I, he's just finding out in the moment. He's like, what? wait a minute, what's all this? Uh-oh, zoinks, I'm immortal. <laughs> <laughs> And he like. <laughs> and then a, how does he get to 1985? Uh, he's been living lives, not dying. Oh. And the way it is, it's like two highlights. There can be only one. That means so like uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard to explain. <laughs> uh, don't, there's a bunch Sam, of. Don't worry about it. One of these fucking nerds will help us <laughs> I know. if we need it. I want to see if I can do this. <laughs> So, like, they have to all, there's a bunch of Highlanders who are these immortal beings who, like, but then they do battle because there can be only one. They have to, so they, they, they all fight each other over time, and they kill each other by removing their heads, and then what happens is the quickening, where, like, electricity goes, and they gain, like, oh, that's the power quickening. from these. So they uh, take, like, the essence of the dead Highlanders. Yeah, I, I hear people like, no, am I wrong? Is that not right? Yes. Okay, yeah. all right. Something's feeling right about You know? This. So they basically just took... This isn't helping me understand the movie I watched any no. better. But, like, thank you. So, Sean Connery's head is chopped off at the end of that movie? Yes, because he's a Spaniard who comes he in. Is. He's a Ramirez. No. Ramirez. Who comes to, like, update. teach he him the not. ways of the Highlander. He is and, not a Spaniard at all. And he teaches him, like, about Highlandering. And then has his head chopped off as a huge, like, you know. Yeah, right. That's a moment. like, oh, no, okay. now I've got to avenge my master. It's, it's like the Obi-Wan Kenobi moment. Yes, a couple exactly. more questions. Yes, A couple more questions. Yeah, uh-huh. So, like, a, on a day-to-day basis, like, what does a Highlander do? <laughs> uh, like, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of, like, uh, wrist training for, like, a lot of spins like this. They're, uh, they're, they're warriors, they're though. Warriors. They're, like, they're warriors. It's like conditioning. But then when so, not highlanding, they are <laughs> titans of industry and, and developing okay, so earth-protecting shields. Well, no, exactly. that's, oh that's what I'm well, trying this. to get at, which is like, what, what do they want out of life? You know, yeah. what do they... They just want to keep that head on, baby. Is they exactly. keep that head on. So they're living a life of fear, knowing at one point someone's going to come around and try to chop their head try off. Try to chop the head off. That's why you but, always have a sword on. You don't have to be a Highlander to fight a Highlander. Like, you don't fight, you don't take on a Highlander to gain immortality. You have to be also immortal. Yeah, I think you already have to be in the club. You I can't, get it. like, get it. You, don't, you, you can't get access to it from the outside. So, so with this, this phrase, there can only be one. Sorry. Bob. So no, yes. Please. So they bat, They have to battle each other and until like for all time until there's one left. There's one left, and then they win what's called the prize. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? The prize? Okay. Yeah. And I'm murky on what the prize is. <laughs> Does anyone know the prize? <laughs> Mortality. Mortality. That's right, mortality. Because, because also, so you mortality. can die. You, the, the I, I would imagine, yes, that most death. of them are tired of living. Yes, and yep. would like love all of to. us. Yeah. But why, hey, okay, another question. If I'm a Highlander and I want to, you know, end it all, I can't kill myself via, like, decapitation? I don't think they addressed it in the film. <laughs> the, the suicidal tendencies of Highlanders. <laughs> Highlanders. <laughs> so that movie takes this beautiful history and flushes it down the toilet. <laughs> they just keep the head knocking off part of it. Like, uh-huh. that's really the only part that we really get, I wow, guess. Wow, that the names. is wild. And the yes. names. And the names. Because he doesn't even seem to be that surprised when Sean Connery pops up. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, your head got 
You know, there was no. And like, he's like, hey. whoops, <laughs> here I am. Ramirez, my old friend. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work life balance, it's tough, but Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all in one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival, and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie-cutter places. And I went on Airbnb, and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Here's the thing, people. Walmart Plus is the membership that saves you time and money on the stuff you'd expect, but also on the stuff you don't. Let me explain. Did you know with your Walmart Plus membership, you can save money on gas? Yeah, Save gas while you drive the kiddos to soccer practice, plus visit your in-laws, plus venture into the wilderness, plus wherever you want to go. Because Walmart Plus also saves you time and money with free delivery, perfect for ordering new remote batteries or coffee when somebody finishes it without telling you. And then, you know, eat all your snacks that you have stored in the back of that pantry for movie night. How dare they? Plus, you can actually even save on the actual movies with a Paramount Plus subscription. Stream Top Gun Maverick plus Mean Girls plus Jack Reacher plus so much more because savings is what this whole Walmart Plus membership is all about anyways. Members save on gas plus free delivery plus Paramount Plus, plus so much more. Start a free 30-day trial at www.walmartplus.com. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions, $35 order minimum, Paramount Plus essential plan only, separate registration required. Can I ask another very basic question about this movie? (laughs) Why do they want the shield down? Oh, okay. This is now about the sequel. Mm, okay. I'm sorry. I, I, well, I, under- yeah. I understand that. So, so basically, this is this will help us because I, I uh, again, it's one of those movies like when you see in the beginning. This is a, uh, a now a, a become a trope of a how did this get made movie where the opening text makes a lot more sense at the end of the movie, and I feel <laughs> like they should replay the opening text maybe midway through or at the end to be like, oh, 
Oh, right, yeah. Every oh, 10 minutes, just yeah. pop that thing up there. Yeah. More text crawls is what this needed. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be like a silent movie. Just like indiscriminately throughout the movie, just text blocks. Well, I mean... The year is 2024. So the first one, the year is 2024. The second one, industrial, industrial pollution has destroyed the ozone layer, leaving the planet at the mercy of the sun's ultraviolet rays. An electromagnetic shield now protects Which, the Earth. Which, by the way, is also in uh, Escape from L.A. Yes. The same idea of, like, the UV tomorrow is going to be real bad. <laughs> it's right all there. I mean, this is what uh, everyone's afraid of, the UV rays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and it goes, a small group believes that the ozone layer has repaired itself and that the shield is no longer necessary. But no one knows for sure. No, I read that, Paul. <laughs> I, I got that. You got that? I got that. So? So, <laughs> I understand yeah. that they're not sure, but I don't, what I don't understand is why, I guess why that other guy is keeping the shield up if there's no, like, what are they gaining from it? Oh, is it money. Money? money. money, yeah. I think, um, wait, you're talking about the bad guy? John McGinley. Yeah. John McGinley, John yeah. Uh, he, he, he's making money. His company makes money. So, okay, I guess here's the question. Are we to believe that the <laughs> world has fallen into, that people are, you know, just turned into animals and there's despair everywhere because of this shield? Well, because they can't see the sky? I do think that that is a little bit what, um, what's her name? Louise? Yes. Says... To him is like you like that nobody has seen the sun like nobody like everybody. And when he talks about that, when, when she talks about seen. the sun, she almost gets like real horn dog for it. Like she's like, oh, tell me <laughs> yeah. about the clouds. And well, I'm that's like, well, like foreplay for them. And, and what, what like did video cassette players or DVD players not exist? Like could they like, not watch? Like, go back and look. Yeah, I feel like there would be a book around <laughs> or like something. Yeah. I mean, they've got TVs it. in their cars. You'd think they'd have yeah, they, yeah. a way to watch stuff from the past. It's 2024. So, okay, right? I guess the other question is, so how is the corporation making money off the shield? Charging countries. Oh. For protection. It's protection yeah. money. Ozone oh. protection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, but then that, then that shield comes down. But it's tough it's because weird. that's a one of five plots that are running <laughs> oh, yeah. concurrently yeah. and sad. told to you with not the proper backstory. And <laughs> the, in the beginning, Christopher Lambert is doing his best Jean-Claude Van Damme doing an old man, which is like, talking like <laughs> this. <laughs> But, like, still the same speed that he would speak in yes. as a young man. Yeah. But just, just I hate this that No, I remember back in the day. But when he has to move, he is sprightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, like, yeah, because he, because, like, in the beginning, like, you see him look down at this old man, and he kind of tips his opera goggles to mm -hmm. him. But we don't know who the opera fuck that goggles. is. Opera goggles. <laughs> right? Does he, or does he, it's like does he have goggles or is it glasses? Did you bring your <laughs> opera goggles? Sorry, it was glasses. It was glasses. I want to be able to see the opera that's happening underwater. <laughs> it's 2024. You love yeah, that shit. Opera goggles underwater opera. 2024. That's why it looked like it was a dub. Uh, <laughs> so Christopher Lambert, so he's old at this point. Now, just to go back to the first movie. Okay, yeah. Do they get old? No, but he, be, he, but he won the prize, right? Wow. Is that right? In the, so, so he won the prize. So he's so now he ages and he and so when he gets that cut on his hand and he sees it heal like Wolverine, he's like shit. He's like shit. Here we back, uh, here we go again. Essentially, is what he's, he's, and there's no reason to why he lost the prize. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, in the, this <laughs> they say in this thing, 
they say, um, <laughs> the priests say to Mike, Michael Ironside, right? Yes. <laughs> these, both, they, both of these movies have like all of my favorite character actors yeah. from, it's from the best. Era. When Michael, because I, I, I watched this one first, Michael Ironside said, I was like, oh yeah, Michael Ironside's the original Powers Booth. <laughs> and then, and then in the next movie, Stacy Keach, and I was like, Stacy Keach, the original Powers Booth. <laughs> I was like, these are, these are titans of yeah. ca- villainous character actors mm-hmm. from the 80s and 90s. They're so happy. There's so much, and I think John C. McGinley falls in that category too. So much beautiful scene shooting. It's like, oh, ah, oh. Ha, ha. Yeah. <laughs> And even Sean Connor is like, yes. fuck it. <laughs> like, People are like, acting like, their asses off oh. in this movie. But the priests say to Michael Ironside, he's not chosen whether he's going to grow old and die or whether he's going to come back here which is apparently something called Zeiss, which is where they are, and I'm assuming fight Michael Ironsides for supremacy, right? Yeah, I guess that's part question. of the show. Here's my question. When, when after that moment, when he gets zapped... Then Michael Ironsides is like, well, I guess I'll go to him then. Right, but when he gets zapped, in, he's going to the future, correct? Uh-huh. Correct. So he's not aging... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He starts aging in the future from whatever age he was at the moment he was zapped into that Correct. Place. I think at that point, I'm assuming, well, at that point, when, when, at that point because when there's two Highlanders, aren't they both immortal? Yes. I mean, there can only uh, here's be the one. Thing. <laughs> I, I think we're going to be unsatisfied if we think we're going to figure it out. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's why we'll never, a, here's why we'll never figure it out. They shot three endings. There are three cuts of this movie, <laughs> wow. and the director left at a certain point. So <laughs> there are there are some giant plot holes in it. As a matter when of he fact, kills, when he kills both the porcupine boys, uh-huh. <laughs> and the, the, what I've now found out is the quickening. The quickening happens, and he absorbs their power. Mm-hmm. There is an explosion of energy all around him. Windows, cars explode. Windows are blown out. Yes. The number of civilian casualties <laughs> that must have died simply so that he could become young, handsome Lambert again. It was worth it. <laughs> it was worth it. And it seems like it both hurts him when the quickening happens, and it seems like he's coming. <laughs> Which is like, like sex. Ah, yeah. That is sex. Oh, yeah! <laughs> um, just, just take a listen to this. This is another clip from the documentary of uh, the making of this movie about the actors understanding the movie. I'd never been in and have never since been in a situation where the plug was pulled and you, you actually thought to yourself, well, hang on, have we finished the movie? It was a complete nightmare. All of a sudden, people who had been allowed in the cutting room were not allowed in the cutting room. All the creative shifted. You had a new set of bosses. Different producers came in. At the end of the day, we're just like a horse with a different rider on it. And all of a sudden, this rider was like totally into purely finishing the film from an insurance company standpoint. (laughs) (laughs) So you have an actor going, I don't know if we finished the movie. Wow. (laughs) So that would be... Well, see, that's why I feel like because there were scenes where Michael Ironside, from scene to scene, was like, okay, for example, in the scene where they, <laughs> they leave the Max prison. Guys, I don't fucking care about the order of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, they I don't think either. they did. <laughs> so they run Michael Ironside over with the truck. Um, Louise like, is like, ha-ha, that 
was amazing. Like, uh, and yeah. then he fights Christopher Lambert on the truck. Sure. They <laughs> knock him off, and they keep driving. Then they are, they're driving to climb the ladder to yes. see above the shield. Cut to Michael Ironside in a room with John C. McGinley. He's yeah. like, we don't have any idea where they're going. <laughs> like, you just fell off the car. Like, where were you? Where were you when you fell off the car? They're not much farther from there. Like, why did you come back? Why? He, he got an Uber. He went back. He was like, I lost it. And, and, they, and they have a scene which is genuinely like, John McGinley's like, I don't know. And it's like, how did you get back here so fast? What the fuck is going on? And I think that's not meant to be there. Well, of course not. Like, I mean, this movie, like, well, I... I think I figured out that this was not a very well-made movie. <laughs> I, I felt like all the fight scenes in this movie was like watching a theme park uh, stunt show. Right. Yes. You know, right. It was like they would shoot something and like a giant piece of a balcony would fall off. Like, gun! And they're like, yeah. wait, how would that... Like, and like a sharply cut off piece yes. of the balcony. Yeah. Like, no, like, fray at the edge. Yeah. Just... <laughs> like you know that there's a guy at the bottom like show's over rant, 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 and goes right back in the face like everything is just and the guy uh, who's on a wire who's got like he's got wings this yeah. is one of the porcupine boys <laughs> the porcupine boys have uh, uh, one dude's got a hoverboard yeah and that shit is nonsense when Lombert <laughs> jumps on the hoverboard and starts flying around mm -hmm. And then, and then he's being chased by Porcupine Boy with wings. Yeah. They're both moving so slowly. <laughs> They're both moving at such slow, deliberate paces. It's shitty beyond belief. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you who was really nervous about that hoverboard scene. Robert Zemeckis, because they Back to Future 2 is not out yet. And they're like, oh, oh shit. Oh, no. So they got real freaked out from Highlander. If Highlander 2 gave us anything, they gave us cooler hoverboards. Marty McFly would have been on these, like, I two. Felt, I felt like this is where, like, the Wachowskis were like, ooh, I know what we can do in Jupiter Ascending. We'll give him. Uh, yeah. Oh, we'll no. give him flying boots. The problem is the board. But now... You guys might know this, but when do you think this movie was made? I know when it was, but it, it doesn't feel like it 2024? was. 2024? 2024. I think so. I'm going to say... The 1987. Okay. No, 1990. Got it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to price this right at 1991. <laughs> 1991. 100% 1991. But this is crazy because it doesn't feel like... These are the movies that were their contemporaries. Terminator 2. Yeah. Like, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and Beauty and the Beast. Like, this is like, if this feels like, I mean, maybe it's just the fact that they shot it in Buenos Aires. It's like, you know, it's like old cameras. Taking and like, shots. Yeah. Taking shots at Buenos Aires. But the, weirdly, the though, there's a couple of scenes. Like, the scene with um, Sean Connery where he's trying on the suit. Like, that looks, I love that scene. I mean, love. I genuinely. Yeah, I loved. I loved it. It was the best scene. Because it's 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 like movie. Movie. Exactly. It, was it, it felt movie. like a movie and it looked like a movie. Yeah. yeah. Also it, shot I was like, finally I understand a character's wants in a scene uh -huh. from beginning <laughs> to end and yeah. they are unchanged. By the way, um, it, it's not like, I know what he wanted at the beginning of that scene and then a bunch of nonsense happened <laughs> and then I don't know where we are now. The man simply wants a suit. And I also felt like 
Why didn't they ever make a prank show where Sean Connery just got on stage during Broadway production yeah. and interrupted? Really <laughs> that was my was favorite really scene. That, that was the best. And like by the end of it, the audience was on board. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> he comes and interrupts the middle of Hamlet. It starts like making fun of Hamlet. Yeah. And... He's interrupting a show, and the audience gets on his side. Yeah, yeah. They start out like this, like, ha, 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 what, this guy? And then he just bows, and they're like, yeah! Bravo! That was theater! <laughs> why, does, why does Sean Connery land where he lands? Why, why when Christopher Lambert says, I need you, Ramirez, my old friend, <laughs> why, and thus conjures him, why doesn't... Maybe Sean Connery like show stop. up. To, is there something in there that seems to say that the shield bounces him away? <laughs> well, I th- oh, I have a theory. Oh yeah, okay. Ooh. I think it's because he was decapitated in Scotland <laughs> that oh. he he returns really to Scotland. Okay, oh. I'll, I'll take it. All right, okay. I like that. The nerds, that the one. nerds agree. Thank the you, odd, nerds. the odd part of this when he does appear in Scotland. And this is a screen grab, uh, which if you're listening, you can't see. Is everyone's dressed like they're from the 1940s. <laughs> which is also hard to, like, oh, so in Scotland, they kind of stopped. Like, they stopped. <laughs> they went backwards almost. Because the shield only went up in 1999. So they went backwards in time. Yeah, you would think they would be dressed, oh, who cares? <laughs> One of my favorite scenes in this movie was early on. There's. Um, a Should we see that Hamlet scene, by the way? Is it worth. Just, just because we have it, and it's one of my. I think it's the best scene in the movie. Uh, here we go, just real quick. Well done. Alas, poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. Actually, the name is Ramirez. <laughs> Will you get out of here? I'm a Spaniard. <laughs> Excuse me. A fellow of infinite jest, of most excellent fancy. Forgive me for interrupting your uh, conversation, but... Uh... He hath borne me upon his back a thousand times. Here hung those lips that I have kissed I know not how oft. Sir... Whatever you gentlemen felt for each other when your friend was still alive is certainly none of my affair. <laughs> What's your fucking game, shithead? Shithead? What's a shithead? <laughs> That's how he wins over the audience. My apologies. <laughs> Enough of this useless banter. I shall be on my way and leave you to converse with your scum. Farewell, dear shithead. Farewell. Also, and the stage manager very upset. Also, but, and also, good, good on that actor for watching a man apparate on stage and then trying to continue the scene. Yes. Professional. <laughs> Professional. Yes. And also, when he makes his exit, who's playing the bagpipes? <laughs> well... By the way, the bagpipes for the Spaniard who has appeared on stage. They play bagpipes in every scene that he is in. That is like his, his, he has like a motif, like it's underneath, like, oh, we got to play bagpipes. Remind people. Very subtle. 
And I also feel like there was a point where Sean Connery was like, the reason why he has that scene where he gets in a suit is just because he's like, I'm not wearing this fucking Highlander outfit. I'm going to work for three days tops. You're going to pay me $10 million. And I'm going to wear a nice suit. And guess what? I'm keeping it. <laughs> he looks great. <laughs> I also just like that Sean Connery is like notorious for picking the wrong movies. Like It's amazing. Like He was supposed to be in Lord of the Rings. He's like, no, I'll do League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> he was supposed to be in The Matrix. He's like, no, thank you. Like He's turned down every good movie and just been like, yep, Highlander 2, where do I sign? <laughs> this only, never only if you make the origin story that we started on another planet and get zapped here, who knows why. Then I'll do it. That's my Sean Connery impression. It was great. I liked it. I think it's pretty good. June, uh, I interrupted you before we played that scene. You were, you, did you have a thought there before? Oh, I was thinking the female characters in this movie are insane. Um, the woman in the bar in an early oh. scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, I am so obsessed with I it's a performance that I, I, unlike anything I've ever seen yeah. it was really quite something so, like so many facets of it I always wanted to meet the guy that turned the world to shit well he saved our lives if you ask me I'm not asking you okay what do you want did you ever think about that before you covered the sky with that puke? I work all day and my life stinks and it's your goddamn fault, you old bastard. Don't turn your back on me! Hey. There are some people in this world who know when to stop and some people who don't. Which kind are you? Okay, Miss Nobody, you're out of here. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. I'll take it back. No problem. I'm sorry, Mr. McLeod. No problem, Jimmy. No problem. And then she comes back and goes, what the? Son of a bitch. I love the bitch. runaway. I love her. I love her. I love that she runs away. Okay, I'm obsessed with her, and I'm also oh. obsessed with the woman on the airplane. Oh, yeah. Obsessed. Also, obsessed. also, why does the plane appear to be from the 1940s? I'm um, um, also on that plane, why is the instructional video come on halfway through the damn flight? Also, why does it end with a plane crash? <laughs> why does the safety video for the plane end with the plane crash? Well, wait, wait, wait. And there's a lot of footage of the plane <laughs> of harrowing footage. It is, I would argue worse than any airplane disaster movie you've ever seen. Oh, it's really scary. Used to calm passengers mid-flight. Yes. Mid-flight, it is crazy. Sean Connery appears to be like, he also is in the air for like days yeah. yes. of, of movie time. So much happens to Lambert while Connery's in the air. It's, oh, this movie, but you guys. I wanted to ask you guys what he meant by this because they go, would you like some food? They show him some food. And he goes, no, I won't eat anything I can identify. And then oh yeah, he kind of says, oh, yeah, yeah. like, but that's not always the case. Yeah. To a woman. Yeah, because I can't always identify pink. that puss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's an insane I know when I see it. Hey. I'll chow down on it, even if it's an unidentifiable puss. <laughs> and those are the lines that got Sean Connery two sexual harassment lawsuits during the filming of this movie over nine days. What? <laughs> What are you talking about? Are you saying that that scene in the movie was they he didn't know he was being filmed? <laughs> I want to improvise a line just a bit. Uh, oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was a, an odd way to come on to a woman because it also. Uh, She's kind of liked it. I mean, she loved she it. Loved oh yeah, it. I've never seen a person laugh harder at anything in my life. <laughs> you Maybe. do have to be like, if you turn down putting stuff in your mouth and you want to get with the lady next to you, you do have to assure her that you do indeed put stuff in your mouth. <laughs> Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because... Sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, eat more Reese's. I mean, that combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you, found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. When you're thinking of hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching. And you know what? Did you know that 70% of users don't even visit other leading job sites? If you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. LinkedIn knows that small businesses might not have the time or resources, so they're constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate in 24 hours, and they even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash valuable. That's linkedin.com slash valuable to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. June, do you identify with Louise when she sees the raw masculinity of Christopher Lambert? She? And just... I have a lot to say about that scene. I mean, ultimately, it was just like the same haircut, like making out and fucking, like watching like two people have the same haircut. Do you think that's what was attractive to her is she saw herself in his hair? Just an egotist. It was like a wild And she's just a narcissist. (laughs) narcissist. They do not know each other. He throws her in a dumpster as an old man. Like a child's magic trick, when she comes out of the dumpster, he's a young man, so she raw dogs him. (laughs) 
in the street. In the against a wall in the street. She's like, you were old moments ago. I've come out of a dumpster, you're young. Put it inside me. Now, this is by the way, what is that? He does it quite quickly. Oh, he just goes for it. And by the way, they're just making out. And I was like, okay, cool, maybe a make out. But they are hard making out. She's making out with his chin, and he shoves it in and comes. Yeah. He just came. We just watched him come. Like, it was quick. It was quickening. They're quickening. <laughs> thank you. Yep. Thank you, guys. Guys, 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 thank you. Uh, guys, I'd like to accept my howdy for the No, best. you got to wait two and a half some odd years before the next one comes out. And here's the thing I'll say on her behalf. First of all, uh, let's not just entirely blame her for this. I mean, oh, no, he's, he's completely, he's yeah, being he had, like, attacks her. Okay, but... It does seem like there's an energy to this world where people are just fucking in the streets. Well, like, that's in the like opening it's not scene. A crazy, but it starts crazy on the opening scene. There's a woman being fucked on a that mattress was, on the street. That was really disturbing. Which was not cool. No, yeah. I wouldn't say fucked. I would say being raped, right? Yes. Yeah. She didn't seem entirely conscious yeah. to you. Oh, yeah, that seemed like a real loving relationship. Like, yeah. This, it does this seem like started it. off real nice. This is like a real, this is like, hey, a meat, yeah. a great meat like, cute, as you would call it. <laughs> <laughs> Very Harry Met Sally she moment. She just watched him de-age decades. And stand out of a fire. Yes. <laughs> like... It, but and then he'd ask her, who are you? And then they fuck. <laughs> She's like, I want some of this. I got to you know, oh my gosh. Um, that isn't, this is a, a very intense scene because there's, that's the only connection between them. And then in the next scene, she explains the that's entire. Yeah. 15 seconds. I just counted it. Oh, I've, that's 15 seconds of penetration. <laughs> and he came. I mean, probably he hasn't fucked in like hundreds of years. But that was no, not true. Because seconds. we but, do find out that he's had wives and girlfriends. Yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right. But like that was 15 seconds of sex. <laughs> At which point, it, like that's disappointing. I think sometimes Highlanders can't hold it back. And he doesn't apologize. He's not like my bad. I'll no. give me a minute. I'll go again. <laughs> he's proud of himself. Yeah, he's like I did <laughs> he's like, it. Yeah. He's like there can, there can be, be only one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the original, the original way, the original way Ramirez came in was Ramirez, I need your help, and Sean Connery from behind, and it's a very awkward. That's not the renegade cut. He's like, I'll help you, Highlander. I'll eat anything I can't identify. (laughs) (laughs) What? Seconds later, though, this scene happens, which is, I think, always there are things in these movies, title cards, flying skateboards, skateboard scenes, and then a movie, and then this point, which is like probably about 30 minutes in, where they just go, okay, shit, the audience is lost. How about this? Oh, amazing. See if I can get this straight. You're mortal there, but you're immortal here until you kill all the guys from there who have come here, and then you're mortal here. Unless you go back there, or some more guys from there come here, in which case you become immortal here, again. Something like that. Of course, it would be something like that, wouldn't it? 
Even he's not sure. He's not sure. He's I not. think that was he's the actress entirely. legitimately like, asking and, <laughs> and was being filmed. It was, yeah, they, it was a pre before they called action. She's like, and there's a moment there where he looks down at sides <laughs> and is like, I don't know. Sure. That, that, I mean, this whole movie reeks of like additional recording later. Oh, yeah. like, some wide shot there. Say this as quick as you can, Virginia Madsen. Okay, so here's the plot. Uh, you came here and I didn't... There's no... like That's like... Thank God they had that wide shot to shove that all in. Guys, my, there's my, uh, so much to talk about. Oh, please. Go ahead, Sam. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, my other favorite thing about this scene is that he just got back from being an old man. So now he's a young yeah. man. And he just got home and he's got denim jeans that fit so sweet yeah. and tight. <laughs> Did they stop at a store on the way home? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he really got into a naive. <laughs> he knows he, what he, he likes. walked out of the fire dressed like a fashionable young man. <laughs> no, he walked out of the fire in the same clothes as the old man, but the clothes didn't burn. The clothes, yeah. so Are the clothes weird immortal? Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's an interesting, interesting question. Mm-hmm. Do it's we not think even the like the Hulk. <laughs> it's not like the Hulk where his clothes are ripped and tattered. They are completely just hanging off. Because that makes total sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to also talk about the psychic cooking show. Yes! Oh, yeah. Oh, it's my favorite part. That's psychic my favorite cook. Psychic cook. So oh. what was going on psychic there? Psychic cook in, and the airplane video are part and parcel of the same thread yeah. of insanity that's mm-hmm. running through this movie. It's like these two moments of what entertainment is. So again, we're at 25 years under the dome. It's 2024. And now there is a psychic cook who's calling ghosts. And then, like, cooking next to them as they right. choke each other. Yeah, that was the thing. Why is that ghost killing the other ghost? That's entertainment, baby. That's... I couldn't figure this out at so all. So it's a world in which ghosts what? exist and can be broadcast over TV. To like, that's another part of this world. And that's why probably people are fucking this. And it like, seems like a very super. highly regarded show. Yeah. Huge. Like it felt like they were trying to have those moments, like from from like RoboCop, where you know, yes, yeah. it's, it's like a commercial for uh, the like like the, the, the car that electrocutes somebody. It's like, oh, that's like a commentary on what things would be like in the future. This one was just like, eh, also ghosts are in the future. You can eat, <laughs> you can eat and see them eat, and they're like see through, and planes crash in the videos and trucks. <laughs> it's edgy. You get it. And, edgy, the, sub- get it. and the subway goes seven hundred miles an hour. <laughs> If you just push it fast enough. You gotta turn the knob. (laughs) Why would the subway ever had a gauge that would go... Why why would it be built... Why would the subway be built to even go that way? It makes no sense. In case businessmen are in a hurry. miles an hour. A man's man's face explodes off of his skull because of the speed that the subway is effortlessly capable of achieving. My question is, is why didn't Sean Connery take a subway from Scotland Great. to wherever they are? Great. I love, too, that Michael Ironside says to the kid, you want to see how fast this thing can go? And by the way, real fast yeah. is the answer. Yeah. Really very fast. And every single person on that subway dies. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is crazy. And then I was like, oh, wow, he, they're killing everybody. Children, I mean, <laughs> everybody's dead, dead on that subway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, oh, that whole thing too. Wait, is this video or is that just the picture? I have a video of the subway scene. Can you play it, please? Oh, yeah. yeah. Only because, <laughs> only because it happened. This, this movie has one of the best um, 
insane visuals to terrible electric guitar scores. Oh. Combinations of any movie we've ever well, done. Well, you know, Sam, you brought up that the first movie, the music was done by Queen. Uh-huh. This movie, the music was done by Stuart Copeland from the, po- yes. From the police? Yes. Oh, by the way, bad on him. <laughs> because this is terrible. And um, I love Stuart Copeland. Yeah, that's what, okay, here we go. Mother went after her kid in a very lackluster way. Yeah. The the baby carriage rolls down and she's like trying to get it. She's like, nah. she doesn't cry out like, oh my baby. Yeah. Someone say stop, stop it. it. She's like, oh crap. I'd also like to think if, if I'm a passenger on the train and not the mother of that child, that I would reach out and just stop it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Save that baby. Let me help you. Yeah. Um what I also love about like these actors. Are all, I mean, Christopher Lambert gives the most grounded performance, uh, I would argue. <laughs> Virginia Madsen, too. But um, they were so into the roles that Lambert refused to use fake swords for the fight scenes. <laughs> and the first time what? they ever gave him a real sword, he cut his finger down to the bone. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, then, um, and then Michael Ironside <laughs> chopped off a part of Lambert's finger. <laughs> And then Lambert got his tooth shipped. <laughs> and then oh, Michael Ironside dislodged his jaw in a fight scene. And then after that, they were like, okay, you have to use plastic swords. And they real and 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 then still Lambert has terrible eyesight, so they put, so he can't see. And he almost cut off Michael Ironside's thumb. So <laughs> And 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 and, the, and basically his his uh, his argument was well it's hard to to do precision precision thrusts when you're wielding a 22 pound broadsword. Wow. So well, that was his. Uh, but it was worth it. It shows in the film. Can you? <laughs> hey Paul. It. Yes. It. Paul, can you forward to the end of this scene by any chance? Yeah, sure. Not the very very end, but like the last 15 seconds maybe. Yeah yeah. What do we got? Okay, I just okay. I want to watch. I want to watch the 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 guy's head explode, and then I want Michael Ironsides' his final line if we have it. Yeah, I, I, okay? hopefully we do. All right, here we go. <laughs> hey, Michael. Usually you're gonna. Oh uh, shit. Do you remember oh, it? Fuck. So he comes out, looks straight down the barrel of the lens, and goes, <laughs> last stop. Uh, <laughs> right? Is that what it was? Hold yeah, on. You know, I wrote that. Last yeah, I wrote it. Yeah. Because every last now and then, stop, every, everyone's dead. He look, but he looks right into camera. It's like he's like, ha ha ha. Last stop. <laughs> they say things. They they say things sometimes that feel very bizarre in the world like it's like well I wouldn't say that okay especially because and and and, and Michael Ironsides and uh, Sean Connery 
See, they do a little bit of business with Sean Connery, but they make no effort to have them be like, what world am I in? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Michael Ironsides just starts driving a train. He was just zapped here from Zeiss. Yeah. Or the past. Or the past on Zeiss. I don't know. I had to believe that he's been zapped there before. (laughs) <laughs> you think? This, I, I think it's possible. Yeah, I do. Maybe, maybe Zeist have subway trains. Maybe, subway trains. maybe he did semester abroad. <laughs> <laughs> on, but, on there, but there but are, he was at Zeist U. But there are some odd, like there are odd moments because then when Sean Connery comes in, he kind of makes some sort of weird reaction to a, a statue and Christopher Lambert is like, that's a sculpture. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think arguably the one thing you probably did have <laughs> was some sort of like sculpt, like stone carving would be the most familiar thing. That's would not like, new. Yeah, yeah, that's not the new thing. It's like, that's a TV. I get. He's like, oh, what is this odd stone thing of a man? <laughs> But then, like, also, like, he, he's here, and then he's, he sees, like, a bus go by, and he's like, whoops, so much for horse and buggies, and then he's like, doo doo <laughs> <laughs> They're very, they're unfaced. I mean, look, John C. McGinley watches Michael Ironside come in, and he's like, you just kill all these people. He's like, hmm. I'm not even moving. And, he, and he's just a businessman. Well, no, he's not just a businessman. He's the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, yeah. And then, doesn't Michael Ironside, I don't even know what Michael Ironside's doing, but he gets a man's face on the table and is like, he's banding like his jaw. Pulling his head open from yeah, his you, jaw. And you're just hearing like, crack, 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 crack. Like I, have like, a, I have a real question. Up until now, none of my questions have been real. Um, no. Okay, Michael Ironside, Sean Connery, Christopher Lambert. Okay? Yes. They all are from the past. Also, maybe are from another planet. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, they find themselves in 2024 on Earth. Yes. How do they keep finding each other everywhere they go? They are so easily locatable by each other at all times. Do Highlanders know where other Highlanders are? Yeah. It's oh. an app. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hang on, asshole. <laughs> Wait, is that real? Yes. Wow, they're drawn to each other. Mm-hmm. Drawn to each other. Wowee, okay. Okay, then actually, that I'm glad you said that because I was really like, this is shitty that they keep showing up and being like, I found you. <laughs> when, when you say they're drawn to each other... Do you mean they have to like sort of put the vibe out there looking for someone or they're just like naturally? Well, because I guess their only job is to kill each other, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the theory. So they have like a, okay. a, a homing beacon to the guy that they're going to fight. <laughs> and to win the prize. <laughs> to die. To die. <laughs> so you're dying either way. Yeah, exactly. You're either going to get your head cut <laughs> off or you're just going to die you're gonna die causes. eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Not really a great uh, upside there. How about the yeah. fact that when he goes out to fight, Virginia Madsen straight up reads his centuries-old diary. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, what's this big book? Also, like, I'm not a big journal keeper, but, like, he's been keeping the same diary for hundreds of years. That's one book. Does he do, like, one entry a year? Highlanders are thrifty. They get, you know, a moleskin notebook. But I'm also like, hey... Don't look at my diary. Yes, I'm immortal, but like, don't worry about it. And she's basically like, so there have been other women. I did appreciate that he so, has. Who's 
this bitch. <laughs> I did appreciate he had amazing penmanship, which is a, 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 it's really going the way of the dodo bird. Yeah. People don't have good penmanship anymore. Yes. What, what about, was his wife talking to him from beyond the grave too? When or she was, was all just, burned up? Now, if you are sick with, like, UV rays, is that what you look like? I think you're all burned up. So you've gone outside and you, oh. and you got You were burnt? exposed to the, the sun is, I'm, this is what I'm assuming, because there were so many people. The sun is too powerful, and you get all burned up, and that's why they created the shield, to keep the UV rays out, but to plunge us into a dystopian future of darkness. Wouldn't it have just, been, yeah. wouldn't it have just been better to start the movie with him creating the shield. Like that, the, yeah, the, I would have the, loved the, to the, that. When you finally get to the idea that he created this Oh, you yeah. mean a shield origin story? Yeah. yeah. You're like, you're at least 40 minutes deep. You're I well like, into it. You know the shield exists. Yeah. So they're like, oh, here we go. We're going to turn it on. Like, I know it's on. Like, you know? yeah, like the better, the better thing that would have been was like, why, he's visiting his wife. She's dying. Then he creates the shield and then flash cut in the middle to the of opera. it, mm-hmm. or in the yeah. middle of the in the middle of the create. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Sorry. So it's like that's it's how like, to start the movie. That's how you that's, would start it. That's just a be great like, idea. Here's yep. just hey, audience, we like you to follow along with us just a tad. <laughs> Let's build instead of making it a reveal, which doesn't only re- the reveal is like. Oh, it's beginning to make sense. Like, like the uh, that's what they're revealing is just. Did we sense. Me- have we even mentioned that um, storytelling? Virginia Madsen, Virginia Madsen, yeah, yeah, yeah. is a eco terrorist. <laughs> we have yeah. yet to mention her flawless break in at Shield <laughs> HQ, which involves some like some real nonsense. <laughs> These people would have been caught instantly. Yeah. Everyone seems thing. Everybody to give finds up e- yeah. Yeah. very quickly. And everybody gains access to everything very quickly. Immediately. That's yeah. all. And, and like, <laughs> I also didn't get, I like legitimately don't get, didn't get, like when she was like out there and she's changing her clothes. She took off her clothes yeah. in, in the street after her amazing espionage mission. And then there, then there was a phone number and there's a note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did that come from? His number and then... That was just it. It was it, would it say McLeod and his phone number. Yeah, <laughs> and then she randomly. I thought you were somebody else, and then that's who the, all gave they addressed her that it. number. Who no gave her that idea. number? And did she call it? <laughs> wait, 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 for real? Who gave her that information? I don't know. I thought Ramirez. Maybe she found it while she was in. But maybe I feel it was like a scene that they cut where she found it during that mission. I don't know. What, what, don't know maybe the cab driver to, gave it to him. The cab she's driver. supposed to meet him. It's an address. It's not a phone number. I think oh, it's, it's, an address. it's an address. That's right. But Which would lead me to believe she's coming to the bar to meet him where he is when the Porcupine Brothers attack. But why is she sent to meet with him? Because he created the shield? By whom, though? Do we, maybe by his the old partner? Man? Yeah, oh, because that old man was sending messages Maybe that's to somebody, remember? And then like John C. McGinley was like, uh, oh, I see all those computer. messages. Uh, yeah, that's who they send, they send him to prison then. Yeah. This is hard. Well, those messages, the audience is doing no, 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 a lot no, no, of work. No. Those yeah. messages that you're talking about are the messages he was just communicating with. Oh, fuck. Fuck it. This, this fuck isn't it. a good I movie. never, and then by the way, just I want to talk about you and I watching this movie together. You were... I've never, I'm being serious, I've never seen you get this mad at a movie. I was really mad. And feeling really like someone was tricking mad. you. Because you said to me, you're like, do you get it? Do you get it? And I said, and then at one point I said, yeah, of course. I really fucking mad. 
And you would reply like, tell me. Tell me. I was like, I, well, you know, because it's about, it's, a, it's, a, it's more of a metaphor. It's not necessarily a straight story. And you're like, what? No, because what, what angers me about you is that <laughs> you then go on after viewing this to do tons of research about the movie and understand it. And if I did that research, yeah, I'd understand it too. <laughs> but I'm just with an open heart coming here. Describing my wow. reactions. Well, Paul, how does that make you feel? <laughs> what, June, what June just said was how she yeah, felt and I how know, she feels and what's I annoying about you. That, I guess. So yeah, how does yeah. that make you feel to hear that? I guess maybe I need to have Guys, more of an open heart. Oh, I'm so geez. sorry. Wow, you just um, asked him a question. I know, but I just looked at the clock. And, oh, you know, sh- should I be so here for this? Sam, we're so appreciative that you're here. Well, obviously, we have a lot of questions, but we've barely tapped the surface. Now we're coming to you to answer or to ask us some questions, to answer some questions, to make observations. We're not going to have answers. You never I know. Think that is you never know. You might a have a, a, a real Highlander head in the house. All right. Um, okay, here we go. Sir, your name, your uh, logline, Highlander 2, the blank, what would you call it, and uh, your question? Uh, Highlander 2, what? All right, I like it. Um, here's your question. What the hell was happening with Sean Connery and the fan? Like, could he? Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Sean Not Connery. The when, yeah. when Sean Connery used the force, the fa- and then he just blew up. Like, yeah. the fan you mean didn't crush him? Like, yeah. No, no. You mean Connery. when he used the force? Yeah. Uh huh. Well, yes. Of course. <laughs> well, but then he he died. He didn't get his head but cut then off. He based, but my whole theory about I thought Sean for Con- sure. <laughs> right. It but, was a beheading device. That's the whole point of the device. <laughs> but I also thought then, like as a just as like a creative type, I was like, why even bring Sean Connery here? Because the action, if you track Sean Connery's story, it's like he interrupts a play, he gets a suit, he meets Christopher Lambert, and then he kills himself. <laughs> like he doesn't do he doesn't do anything. Like, well, he helps get Christopher Lambert into the jail by having the both of them get shot 200 times. <laughs> but, by the way, Virginia is in the trunk and she somehow so makes yeah. it out alive. She would be so, so dead. How did he get that door open? And where did that come what from? Door? They oh, yeah. The door they got out of. Magic. Magic is the answer. Well, you're, you're asking a lot of great questions, so I'm going to give you this pamphlet of what happened to Lumpy from the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> Gifts. There's actually for you three. There's one that relates to the Star Wars Christmas special. I don't like Jason. it. Jason. He wants to know what a Wookiee cookie is. So it's I'm got sorry. The We're allowing random bags to just be put on stage. I'm sorry. Largo staff. What's going on? Are we just cool with randos leaving bags on stage? What world are we living in, guys? Come on. Yeah, also, where's my gift? <laughs> All right, uh, ma'am, your name, well, you would uh, subtitle the Highlander 2 movie. And, and can you point out anything that you've left on stage? <laughs> so first of all, what's your name? Jennifer. Jennifer. Yes. Highlander 2, the? Sex too fast. <laughs> all right, you're, you're <laughs> quite, it works. too fast. I was just wondering, in the scene where uh, Sean Connery goes to the, uh, the shop to get his clothes, yes. if anybody thought of Pretty Woman at that point. <laughs> 1,000%. Oh. Yes, but only because I'm always thinking about Pretty Woman. <laughs> also, like, why was... I thought Sean Connery might say, big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the writing gate version, but it's in one of the others. 
Also, why was the, the main guy being such a dick about that tart, that that uh that Scottish print? Yeah. He was like, no. But like, well, well you don't know, you know if he likes it or not. You know why? Because the other guy kept trying to put Scottish stuff on him, and he knew that he was a Spaniard. <laughs> and he but was then like, that back, but why does that backpiper follow him around all the time? Um, here's something for you. This is a uh, a little graphic design from someone called Hanksy. He's like Banksy, but with pop culture. Hanksy. Um, all right, yes. Uh, yes, your name, your title, and your question. Here we go. What's your name? Uh, my name is Shane. Shane Highlander 2, the... Uh, there should have only been one. Okay, great. Your question. Okay, so did you guys notice that when he goes to the bar and he, the bartender knows him, they cheers to a drink, he's drinking whiskey, the bartender, for some reason, is drinking a tall glass of milk? Ew. <laughs> and they live in a world where the, I, I, I don't know if they said it in the movie, but it read that it's 99 degrees outside at all times, so he's drinking a tall glass of milk on a hot day. Oh. <laughs> Gross. And what's even crazier is I heard it was breast milk. <laughs> Because that's what everybody's into in 2024. <laughs> Boob juice. And they weren't... <laughs> I had a terrible joke I'm, sorry, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> this is... Uh, that's a great observation. A lot of research went into that. And you get this notebook that is using the VHS cover of Masters of the Universe done by this guy on Facebook called facebook.com slash piece of work, W-E-R-K. Yes, your name, sir, your, uh, your subtitle, and your question. What's your name? Kevin, and it's Highlander 2 who writes this shit. Great, love it. Uh, Apparently, by the way, an Argentinian uh, financial company who, <laughs> when the movie started going over budget, they started giving script notes. Anyway, uh, here we oh, go. Oh, that's amazing. Now, there's really only one Highlander. That's Connor McLeod. Everybody else is just immortal. He's the Highlander because he's from the Scottish Highlands, right? Oh. Mike you tell me, bro. <laughs> Like, like a Dracula. You're speaking more authoritatively than I am. Yeah, if you say so. I, no, but you know, when was Sam was describing time. it, I assumed that they're all Highlanders and they just well, battle until there's one know. left. But then why does Sean Connery call him Highlander? But what was Sean Connery? What's Sean, Sean Connery? Sean Connery was actually Egyptian by way of Spain. Wait, Sean, Wait, did you what? hear this? Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy because the only Scottish Everybody person shut up in the movie that guy. played a Spaniard. So the only Scottish person in the movie played a Spaniard by the, or an Egyptian by the way of Spain. So he's a Highlander. So what makes Christopher Lambert special? <laughs> Not his acting, I'll tell you what. Whoa! Oh. Wow! Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Christopher Lambert. <laughs> he's over there crying. He's not coming out. He's so upset at you. He's hurt. Ooh, he's not His coming out because he's really sad. Wow. <laughs> you guys, you would have had crying. a he's whole crying. interaction he's with crying. Christopher Lambert if it hadn't been for that guy. <laughs> Here you go. Wow, Chris, Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris, no. Chris, Chris, Does no, it, don't. Oh. No, don't. No, boy. Oh, Does he's, anyone... he's taking his shit. <laughs> not backstage. Oh. Doesn't hurt, it doesn't hurt him. It just hurts us. <laughs> All right. Does anyone understand the Highlander a little bit more that we could kind of pick your brain? You do. Okay, I, that was a very authoritative hand raise. Because uh, I do want to understand... By the way, is it Highlander or Highlander? And, and, and... <laughs> and is it Toyota based on that? Which is the Toyota, yeah. <laughs> 
Is a so are you driving? With. Like when you drive a Highlander, is it impenetrable? Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm immortal. <laughs> it goes 700 miles an hour. <laughs> hey, was that just another Highlander? <laughs> Shit, there can be only Uh-oh. one. <laughs> Remove the engine. <laughs> They never went for that tie-in. Toyota, and yet, really? and, well, yet another nerd battle of Highlanders <laughs> on the 101. <laughs> All right, so you you have some Highlander knowledge. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go back and, and kind of finish what the prize is. So not only is it because um, Mortals are sterile, so he's not gonna be sterile anymore, but he's also gonna wait, be wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm gonna ask you to yeah. not gloss over that fella. Sterile? <laughs> Mortals are sterile. He's upset because the first Immortals. one. Immortals are. Immortals are. And he's upset in the first one because he, he has a wife and she can't get pregnant. And it's his fault because he's immortal. So anyway, the prize, he becomes mortal, but also he gets to hear the thoughts and become one with nature and hear the thoughts of everybody. So my whole problem with the second movie is how does he not know that people are, you know, misusing what he's trying to do? And anyway, so that just oh, bothers me the whole time. Huh. Yeah. So, so upon gaining mortality, he can just... Get his wife pregnant? Well, he can become fertile, yeah. but he can also hear so, everything. Yeah. Got so it. So at the end of the I'm movie, mission. the prize is he's going to know everything going on. Like, he, he can hear the thoughts and everybody, and he's supposed to help bring humanity together. Or something Got it. Like so he's like Professor X. Yes. Mm-hmm. Without the room. Or without Cerebro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he can walk, as was pointed out here. <laughs> But then he doesn't have a baby. <laughs> and can walk? Hey, dick yeah. move, bro. <laughs> Thanks for the explainer, but you don't have to take Professor X to task for being in a wheelchair, bro. And he, yes, who has, you have a wow. good question. Okay, come here. And I always like when someone pimps out one of their friends. Here we go. This, your name, your subtitle, and your question. Uh, my name is Jenny. It is Highlander 2, The Confusing. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And I want to know where Sean Connery gets his wham, his walking around money, because I know that he traded. It like, was his earring. Shopping, right? No, but that earring is definitely not worth at best five hundred bucks, right? Whoa! Not nearly as much as that suit. And then he gets on a plane. How did he get to the plane? How did he that, get that I agree. ticket? How's Michael That's Ironside like a, doing all the same stuff? I agree. That is a four hundred or five hundred year old earring, though. How much? They, they yeah. go up in value every hundred <laughs> and, years. And it made so is it a cash is it a cash back thing? Does he give that earring to the suit place? Like, well, I guess we'll pay you two X thousand dollars extra. Does he take the earring and put it in the cash register? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and is he like you? Is yeah, there you a barter system change? in 2024? <laughs> needs for suits. Yeah, but then he'd have to get like a cash back at a certain point because that would cut that earring up in half. Right, like shave it. This is a tough question. This you is know a good what? Question. This is the part of the movie that makes no sense. <laughs> and that's, that's a bummer because up until now, everything has added up for me. But that's a hole that I feel like they didn't address. By the way, yeah, we, where did Sean Connery get his wham? Yeah. We didn't even think about that. And it sucks because you, like, you loved it and now your, your mind's going to go there Yeah, now the, the movie's kind of ruined for me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Wait, is wham a thing? I've never heard of it and I love it. Yeah, I'm so raise your hand if you've heard Wham before for walking around money. Everybody okay. in her okay, row. Good. Small group okay, friends. Good. Her three I friends was, raised their hand. I was, just, I was just making sure I'm not insane. Yeah. So just I thought to it was be a new clear, thing. Wham is not a thing. You should stop saying it. <laughs> She's trying to get it out there. Trying to get it out. I want to come to you guys. You both are wearing the same sweatshirt, right? 
Oh my gosh, this is great. There, it's a The Room, not the Brie Larson movie, but the Tommy Wiseau movie, yeah. uh, and it, it's a Christmas sweater that says "You're tearing me apart, Lisa," but it's a Christmas, <laughs> like a the Christmas decorated room sweater. It's awesome. Well, let's talk to both of you. Uh, your name, your subtitle, and your question. My name is Brie uh, Highlander Two. Let's get zeisty. <laughs> like it. Um, so there's this part where Christopher Lambert goes to see his former partner at the S.H.I.E.L.D. office where there's a lot of industrial fans happening. Um, and this computer screen is like this see-through thing. And John McKinley walks in the room and they're acting like super secret, like he can't actually just see what's on the screen. And also, John C. McKinley doesn't say a word about the fact that fucking Christopher Lambert, who started this company is young yeah and not nope barely his partner his partner partner's like you look great what did you do a facelift he's like something like that (laughs) if by a facelift you mean i murdered two immortals (laughs) i through the quickening gained him gained my immortality back raw dog this lady well now at least we know he can do that without the fear of impregnating her and i it makes that part of the movie a lot more palatable to me and now i'm here talking to you old dude I'm also going to give you a little piece of work for that. Uh, and now your, your, uh, your name, your title, and your question. Uh, name's Jim. Uh, Highlander 2, the free men of Zeist. The what? The, the free people of Zeist. Okay, got it. Love it. Um, so this movie, with Michael Ironside, his henchmen actually tell him what the plot hole of the whole fucking movie is before he starts anything in the Renegade cut. And he's just like, no, no, it's fine. Like they, the, the porcupine men literally say, if you send us back in time, he's going to be in Molotov again. You could just wait a couple years and he can die. Yes. So right. the whole movie doesn't. Oh, but, shouldn't but even happen. the priests say that <clears throat> that he could still choose to come back to Zeiss. Oh God. Uh, I yeah, guess you're right. Took, you're right. But I guess what I took away from that, and, and again, I don't know a ton about Highlanders, but... Wait. What I th- June, you I don't. Took, I don't. Even having now Highlanders. watched it. But what I took away from that was this idea of there can only be one, and if he were to die, he would be the one, right? Yeah, but... So that's why he went... <laughs> but wouldn't there be another one? Him. How many... Yeah. And like, so they don't get replaced. I, I don't know if they keep on popping up. Is Highlander... Okay, now I have a question. Is Highlander a thing that throughout time there is always a Highlander? Or is he the Highlander because he's from the Highlands and as a result what became the Highlander was... Yes? That, yeah, that, that was like his... Okay, okay, hey, guy. Wow. Whoa. Hey, hey, bud. Whoa. Hey, bud. Hey, hey okay. fella. Whoa, hey, man. Don't shake uh, the producer of the movie is here and he... Uh, oh, whoa, <laughs> Christopher Lambert? <laughs> okay, hold on one second. I'm done Everybody taking a shit, and now... <laughs> Everybody I'll shut up except for the loudmouth. Loudmouth, explain it very concisely. Wait, wait, but I gotta go... To I also really? feel like we've Do asked we care? this question like ten times. Yeah. But I'm curious to hear it again. Okay, Where is he's, it? he's over there, Paul. He's on the other... He's, it's okay. that asshole. All right, I'm gonna go around. <laughs> going around, going around. Most exercise I've gotten in weeks. Here we go. All right. Here we go. I'll hold the mic. So he's the Highlander because he's from the Highlands. Everyone Don't talk to us like we're idiots. Yeah, man. You! I fucking watched this fucking movie, bro! <laughs> hey, hey! No, 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 no. No, 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 no. 
Here's what's not happening. Here's what's not happening. We don't come bring the mic to you after you scream from the audience for you to condescend to me. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. June threw down her notebook in disgust. Wow. Every member of the stage just got up wow. to fight you. I want everybody to get a look at this guy <laughs> so that we know who the asshole is. All right. So watch, oh. your, watch your tone and explain oh. this movie to us. All right, here we go. So the, the immortals like that. are like capacitors. They contain energy from the universe. And when they kill each other by beheading each other, they gain the energy of the person they beheaded until there's only one. And he contains all of the leftover energy, which is the prize which he gets to die. Wait, so the immortals, though, are not Highlanders. But the, uh, but the Highlander is immortal. Yes. Is, okay, so it, can I ask you this? If in the first movie, and I, I don't know the first movie, obviously I didn't see it. If Sean Connery had killed everybody, would the movie be called The Spaniard? Because it, he's from Spain. It would Spain. be called The Egyptian because the Egy okay. he's from Egypt and then went to Japan and then went to Spain and then went to Scotland. I, I legitimately hate you. Uh, but <laughs> June but I thank you for your service so it all comes down to this for me now give me a howdy <laughs> never <laughs> June now it all comes down to, this is what I'll say to you and I want to ask you in all honesty do you have a better idea of what a street fighter is or what a Highlander is? It's been a, uh, you know what? I think Highlander. So you know what a Highlander is? I think so. I think I have a pretty good idea. Want to hit it back? No. No, I don't. I don't. But I think I have a good idea. Oh, and my I'm going to leave it at that. So there can be only one refers to only one immortal. Not yes. only one Highlander. That's that makes that's a, a that's, lot more sense. That's huge. Because the that's movie is huge. A, I think, yeah. That's the idea huge. that there could be a movie called The Spaniard yeah. is helpful. Yeah, yes. I think that makes sense. And I wish it hadn't been delivered how it was delivered. Yeah. Uh, me too. Yeah. Me too. But, residual, residual but I am grateful for the information. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we can talk about the Highlander all day, uh, and we can talk about the Spaniard all night, but uh, there are some people out there that have a different opinion about it than we do. It is now time for Second Opinions. The movie was a piece of shit Yet this person recommends it Tell me what is the message Maybe that art is subjective The very funny, the very talented John LeJoy. If you He's have not checked out... He's got a fantastic out, record. Uh, yes. Go buy it on iTunes. It's really, really great. Uh, so, John LeJoy, thank you so much for your second opinions. Theme, and these are five-star reviews called from Amazon. Not many. <laughs> not even many one-star reviews. Seem like people pass this one 
and the reviewing matrix. They were like, not gonna even spend the time, but I do have a few. Uh, this one is from Kevin Gandy, written on January 31st, my birthday, 2015. Wrote simply, just what my child wanted. Five stars. <laughs> to be disappointed. Uh... This one... Just what my child wanted. I'm a divorced dad. <laughs> I don't understand my son. Uh, this is written by Lon Sugara, and this is a tough one uh, to make sense of. So it's not me, it's Lon. My fantasies get tickles by the dream. The truth about physics is revealed just by watching movies and playing games, and eating good food, and experiencing different things, and hanging around girls. <laughs> it's really just an oxymoron for just about everyone's cover-up of shit. Five stars. Wow. Wow. <laughs> like, that's either, that's either really profound or it's a bot <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, we now go deeper into the pit we go into third opinions these are where we just see what people gave it the one star review this one is just titled what a horrible movie dot 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 and it says I am just confused by this plot did anyone read this and say hey this makes no sense <laughs> one star <laughs> so that is uh, the second opinions there. Uh, Blake J. Harris will probably go deep with someone to talk about this film. You can find his articles on SlashFilm.com. Um, I love doing this show. I love finding out different things. And this is something that I thought was well worth it. Um, I have two things before we kind of wrap up. One is, well, I'll do this first. One is how the movie could have ended. These are the three different endings <laughs> on the three different things. The fairy tale ending. Uh, Louise and Connor return magically to Zeiss, embrace in front of a field of stars, they transform into light and fly into space. That is one ending. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, uh, okay, this... Like uh, all fairy tales. <laughs> there's a British version, which is 10 minutes longer, and it's closer to the original script, and it includes flashbacks and an alternate ending. They don't get more of that. And then... The Renegade version, which is one that we've watched, is all references to the planet Zeist and them being aliens are removed. And, uh, and a lot of people think this is the best one because it doesn't severely uh, change the canon. It doesn't like it like, because basically when they become aliens, it basically takes away everything that people have done. I see. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> they tried to make a Highlander TV show, uh, and so Lambert declined to reprise his role, uh, so they created a new character called Duncan McLeod, <laughs> who was also the Highlander, but then Lambert came back in <laughs> and was in the, <laughs> the show. So that kind of confused the mythology again to have two Highlanders. And then another Highlander movie called Highlander 3, The Sorcerer, came in, and I don't know what happened there. Um, but this is kind of my favorite part of the entire thing. This is um, Roger Ebert trying to explain the plot of this movie. 
And uh, let's just, uh, I'll just start it around here because like, he talks some shit at the top. But all right, here we go. Highlander 2, The Quickening. The plot of Highlander 2, The Quickening, is one of the most hilariously incomprehensible experiences I've had in a long time. The immortals from the planet Zeist, who are caught in a time warp of their own involving the fact that they got oriented in Scotland 500 years ago, plus events in uh, the year 1999 and more events in the year 2025, plus the cartel, plus the ozone shield, plus the mysterious killer, plus the beautiful independent scientist who exposes the secret of the ozone. <laughs> him trying to put together the movie and I think he does the best version of it and that version he said mysterious killer is there a mysterious killer yeah, wait <laughs> is that Michael Ironside I guess he's not that mysterious yeah. alright well going around the horn uh, does anyone recommend this movie uh, would you say watch it I mean obviously not for quality uh, you know this is not the uh this is not the la-la land of uh, the season or, you know, but it's like, would you, would you say it's enjoyable enough? No. No. Yeah, no. I'm going to say no. It fucked me up. It fucked I'm, me up. I'm, it's, pretty good. I'm still like, I can't like think. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel the same. I felt like, I feel like the way maybe someone that was coming over to the new world would feel when they saw the Statue of Liberty, but when they got off the boat, it was like now, and it was like they came from the 1920s, like, what? And like, and like, it's so much information. It, it broke me. This movie broke it me. It also yeah. is so convoluted that it's hard to enjoy on a, like, stupid level. Yeah. You know, like, because yeah. I find myself continuously just trying to be like, wait, what what's actually happening? We're a group. And we're as in a, a room result, of I'm not enjoying people. the nonsense. We're in a room of 200 people, and we're just about cracking some elements up. Right. Yeah. Right. But we're also like we do this a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and I was still confounded by it. anyway. So it wasn't as fun as I wanted it to be. But there's yeah. some like true nonsense that's pretty enjoyable, but not yeah, worth it. not worth it. Not no. worth it. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk about this. So, Sam, you have a new show coming out on Comedy Central. We do. Uh, it's called The Detroiters. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, it's it's uh, comes out on Comedy Central February seventh. Uh, it's about uh, two ad men who make local uh, cheap local commercials in Detroit. Uh, stars me and a buddy named Tim Robinson. Uh, and watch it. It's on. It'll be on TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Everything I've seen from it so far looks really really awesome. Uh, June. What do you want to talk about? Mm, nothing. I'll just uh, plug two podcasts that I really love, Bitch Sesh and um, OMFG, also nice. on Earwolf. All right. Nice, Jason. Um, I'll just say, you know, we're, it's January now. We're, it's 2017. Yeah. We're living in a new world. Yeah. But, like, if you haven't caught up with it, like, why not watch the Gilmore Girls revival on Netflix? <laughs> Don't worry about it. June and I have just started the Gilmore Girls, and we're powering through season one right now. Ooh, it's a good, it's great. Loving it's really it. good. It's only gonna get better, and then it's gonna get real bad for a minute, and then it's gonna get real good. Kind of like that moment when, like, in Friday Night Lights, when like when when they killed, when, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, when they killed that guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a second. And then what? everybody what was like, show? J.K. J.K. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Football, 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 football. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, just clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. <laughs> Except we murdered someone right Do we, are we murderers the, and the tornado wipes it all away <laughs> she's having sex with a teacher not cool um 
So uh, you can sign up for the How Did This Get Made mailing list. You can find out about shows in your area because we'll have uh, all sorts of cool mailing lists. Uh, a big thank you to everybody who makes this show possible. Uh, Marissa Zeitz, who helps us put this live show together. Everybody at Earwolf. Uh, Avril Halley for cutting together these amazing clips. Watching a Highlander 2 documentary. Not only did she sit through Highlander 2 The Quickening, she sat through a documentary about Highlander 2 The Quickening. Uh, so thank you to her. Uh, thank you to Nate Kylie for doing this amazing research. Um, and thank you to all these people here at Largo. We appreciate you. We thank you. Uh, and we'll see you next time. No matter what you're a fan of, Texas has the trip for you. There's the trip to Texas and the trip or maybe you're the kind of fan who'd prefer a trip to Texas or a trip either way go to traveltexas.com slash get your own for the only trip to Texas that matters yours the most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental easy it's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus. When you just want to get your vacation started by actually getting into your room, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we deliver your key right to your phone on the Hilton Honors app. Hilton for the stay.